Greetings to listeners all around the world. Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing's podcast number 135 on September 28th of 2023. My name is Ian Duncan McDonald. In today's podcast, I'll be answering four interesting investment questions. The object of my books, my website, and my podcast are to show all those seeking financial independence how to become informed, confident, successful, self-directed investors. Question number one. How can someone with no investment experience or technical skills easily make a safe, reliable income online? The fact that this question was posted online indicates some technical skill. If you were able to open an email account with Microsoft or Google, then you are then able to open a self-directed, self-trading account with a bank or online stock trading company. With a large bank that provides stock trading services, this would only take a few minutes to do online. The bank will link the stock trading account to your bank account. Presuming you have money in your bank account, you are now ready to transfer money from the bank account to your stock trading account to pay for the stocks you will buy to generate the safe, reliable income you seek. Your stock trading account will most likely have access to free research programs that hunt through the thousands of stocks that are available to find safe, reliable dividend stocks that you can consider adding to your portfolio. If your stock trading service does not have such a service, then you can easily access the free stock trading data available at Yahoo Finance or several other online services. A dividend is a share of the company's profits that they share with those who invest in their company. Many companies will pay out 40% of their profits to their thousands of shareholders, either monthly or quarterly. Using your online research tools, you want to find stocks that have paid out ever-increasing dividend payouts for 10 years or more. Their habit of paying such dividends will give you the reliable source of rising income you seek. To ensure this reliable source of income, you must find 20 stocks to invest equally in. The odds are that perhaps one or two of these stocks could reduce or discontinue paying dividends. But this small loss of income from a few would hardly be noticeable when the total income from all the other stocks in your portfolio is considered. If you find that doing the stock research is beyond your capability, then there is a non-technical shortcut. You can purchase two books, 
New York Stock Exchange's 105 Best High Dividend Stocks, and for Canadians, Canadian High Dividend Investing, 215 Scored Stocks. With these books, you can quickly compile a safe, reliable income portfolio. All the stocks have been scored, so it is a simple matter to pick out the most reliable, safest income producers. The stocks are sorted in several ways. Those that are sorted from highest to lowest scores is usually the first choice for safety. If you're seeking higher income over safety, then the sort by dividend yield is useful. Each stock has a page where you can instantly see its strengths measured by 11 different factors as well as how its dividend payouts and share prices have trended over the last 20 years. Those buying the books can even request free stock scoring software so that they can verify any stock strength. Your objective was a safe, reliable income. The income comes from dividends. The expectation is that you will never need sell those income-producing shares. Normally, share prices of such stocks increase most years by about 12% or more. As the share prices increase, these dividend-paying companies often increase their dividend payouts at a higher percentage rate than the increase in the share prices. This will keep your income ahead of inflation. During market crashes, when all share prices decline significantly, you will find that the dividend payments remain steady and in some cases even increase. For the technically limited, these books can help you easily build a portfolio that will generate a steady income worth 6% or more of your portfolio's value. Question number two. What are the pros and cons of investing in stocks that always offer dividends regardless of market conditions? The primary secret to investment success is being very selective. I invest in 20, not 5, not 100, but 20 carefully chosen, financially strong stocks with long histories of paying high dividends. Dividend stocks are the shares of companies who distribute a portion of their profits to shareholders in the form of regular payments, either monthly or quarterly. There are pluses and minuses to investing in dividend stocks. If your objective is safety and reliability, I have found the following four pluses of dividend stocks easily outweigh the minuses. First, they are income generation. Dividend stocks can provide a steady income stream 
especially for investors who rely on the regular cash flow from their investments to pay their living expenses. Dividends can be particularly attractive for retirees and those seeking a passive lifetime income. Second, they provide the potential for total returns. By this, I mean dividend stocks can offer the potential for not only dividend income, but capital appreciation from the rising share prices of financially strong companies. Prior to retirement, reinvesting your dividends can compound your returns and greatly maximize the growth in your portfolio. Third, they offer stability and defensive qualities. Dividend-paying companies are almost always well-established and financially stable. They usually operate in mature industries and have a long history of generating consistent profits. Your dividends are paid out of these profits. This stability can provide a level of income protection during market turndowns because dividends are isolated from falling share prices. Fourth, they offer dividend growth potential. Many companies have a long track record of increasing their dividend payouts to keep their dividend yield percentages consistent with the rise in their share price. By investing in such companies, investors can benefit from a growing dividend income which offsets the impact of inflation. The minuses that you might encounter with dividend stocks are, first, the possibility of limited growth potential. Companies that distribute a significant proportion of their earnings as dividends could be seen as limiting the money they have available for reinvestment and corporate growth opportunities. Consequently, their share price growth could be slower than some non-dividend-paying companies. This is primarily of concern to speculators whose objective is not income, but being able to buy a stock at a low price and sell it as soon as the share price has grown significantly. Unfortunately, accurately determining when a stock price is at its lowest price and when it is at its highest price is not possible. Not being able to get the timing right, speculators almost always lose money over time. Second, dividend stocks can be sensitive to changes in interest rates. When interest rates are high, dividend yields can become less attractive relative to fixed income investments like bonds. This can lead to a decrease in the stock price even though a stock's high dividend payments would remain consistent as it is tied to a company's profits, not to its share price. 
Fixed income interest rates are tied to constantly changing volatile economic conditions. If you intend to hold a profitable high dividend paying stock for the rest of your life, speculating on whether to commit or not commit to fixed income rates becomes almost irrelevant. Third, dividends can experience some share price volatility. Although dividend stocks are generally considered less volatile than non-dividend paying stocks, they can still experience price fluctuations and be subject to market risks. Stock price volatility is primarily of interest to speculators. Those investing for dividend income would not be impacted by share price volatility. Looking at share prices after each market crash over the last 24 years shows how long it would normally take for a dividend stock price to recover and reach new share price record highs. Share price volatility is just of passing interest when you're living off your dividend income. 24 years of share prices for the 215 stocks are detailed in my books, New York Stock Exchange's 106 Best Dividend Stocks and in Canadian High Dividend Investing. There are other important considerations. For example, the number of stocks in your portfolio. The old saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket, can be applied to investing in stocks. My recommendation is that your portfolio consists of 20 financially strong high dividend stocks. To invest in more than 20 makes keeping track of all 20 a chore. Each quarter, you may want to analyze the stocks in your portfolio. While this may take a few hours with 20 stocks, do you not want to spend days trying to do it with 100 stocks? If monitoring gets tedious and boring, you will start making excuses for neglecting regular oversights. The other reality is that there are only a limited number of financially strong, high-dividend-paying stocks available. Every stock you add to your portfolio is always a compromise between safety and income. You do not want to dilute the strength of your portfolio by watering down its strength. Question number three. Would you sell a stock whose share price had risen 600%, causing the dividend yield percent to fall to 1%. Recently, a podcast listener who had purchased several of my investment books wrote that in 2016, he had bought the stock of an electrical supply company that had paid good dividends for years. He said that he had recently sold it near its peak because due to a rapid stock price rise, the dividend had diminished to 1% of the stock price. He went on to say that he used the money to 
to purchase shares and other stocks paying between 5.5 and 7%. He wanted to know if selling the stock was the wise thing to do. I responded that my objective is always to realize an average dividend income of 6% or more for my total portfolio. In my books, I always advise removing stocks from a portfolio when the score falls below 50% and at the same time, the dividend yield percent falls below 5%. I scored the stock he had sold. Its score is now 44 and its dividend yield is 1.17%. I can go for a year and have none of my stocks fall below my 50 score and 5% dividend cutoff. I do not buy stocks that score below 50. I've kept some stocks paying dividends over 5% whose scores fell below 50, but they were still relatively strong with good operating margins and book values. I sold a stock a year ago that I'd bought for $4 several years ago when it was paying a dividend close to 7%. The share price was now at $24 and the dividend yield at 2%. It was scoring over 50. After selling it, I reinvested the gain back into the stocks in my existing portfolio, paying dividend yields between 6% and 9%. This not only immediately increased my dividend income, but it strengthened what was already a strong portfolio. The IDM stock scoring software helps in making such decisions. With many strong stocks, now at lower prices than they have been for years, there are some bargains to be had. I would wonder why the stock the reader sold did not increase their dividend payouts in tandem with their share price increases. If they had, they would not be losing investors like him. Perhaps the company saw that their dramatic sudden increase in share price could not be supported for the long term. Question number four. What are the pluses? and minuses of investing in cheap versus expensive stocks. If you have $100,000 to invest in stocks, whether the stocks you invest in cost you $5 or $100, it is almost irrelevant. What is important is how much income those stocks will produce and whether their share value will increase over time. If you buy $100,000 worth of a $5 stock paying a dividend of 6% over the year, you will realize $6,000 in income. If you buy $100,000 worth of a $100 stock paying a 6% dividend, you will still realize the same $6,000 in income. If you invest $50,000 in the $5 stock 
at $50,000 in the $100 stock, you could achieve a balance in your portfolio that may strengthen it. If you consider that there are about 16,000 stocks that can be purchased in North America, there are far more stocks closer to $5 a share than there are to $100 a share, especially those who have managed to maintain a share price over $100 for many years. It takes many years of consistent, outstanding results for a company to maintain a share price of $100 or more. Usually, such companies, if they even pay a dividend, pay a dividend less than 3%. What makes them attractive to investors has to do with their established reputation and impressive share price growth. Investors want to believe that these high price shares will keep growing at the same pace as they have in the past. By buying a $100 share, they anticipate it rising to $200 a share. Such optimistic expectations do not take into consideration such realistic factors as a low book value and low operating margin of the high-priced stock. Such stocks attract speculative bets. They do anchor a stock portfolio, even though their major gains in share price may no longer be there. At this level, speculators could be quick to sell and take their profits. If you invested $50,000 in several financially strong $5 stocks, of which there are many to consider, you are far more likely to see a $5 stock double to $10 than you can see a $100 stock doubling to $200. As well, you may find $5 stocks with book values close or above the $5 share price with operating margins closer exceeding 50%. To attract investors, you will find stocks in the $5 range offering high dividend yields. It is not unusual to see yields between 5% and 9%. Some weaker $5 stocks can have dividends yields over 15%. Share price and company's financial strength are not intertwined. A high share price is often more an indication of speculative popularity than of financial strength. It is important that you score the stocks you are considering for your portfolio. It is also important that your portfolio contain at least 20 carefully chosen, financially strong stocks. There are no guarantees in the stock market that the shares of dividend payers will keep on rising. Your money is riding on the skills and experience of the executives who manage the companies you invest in. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing, 
and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. <laughs>